Hello and welcome back to Podcasting as Praxis. I'm David. I'm here with Rob. Hello. Jamie. All right. And Alistair. A very cheery Tuesday evening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair's a little sensitive. <laughs> Been on it. Gone out out on Saturday night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, lucky for you, Alistair, I've got a bunch of stories and things that are happening that will cheer you right up. <laughs> and if I'll that be honest, change... David, I find that hard to believe <laughs> on several levels. <laughs> well, I thought first off we'd talk about um, the way that the world is boiling us all to death very, very slowly. And there's a thing on just now. I look forward to it. Stop that. Yeah, I know. I bring it on. Um, yeah, COP26 is currently on in Glasgow, meaning every prick possible that I didn't want to come to this fucking city has appealed. Um, I just seen fucking Jeff Bezos was on. Yeah, he's going to donate, what was it, two billion of his vast fortune. I think that's like 1% of his money to fight him the most. fucking gracious. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I think he, I looked this up, he invested more than 500 million, million in Blue Origin, uh, the, the space tourism thing. So saving the spaceship the... that looks like a dick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the way I think of this is to him saving the earth and every living creature on it and you know the oceans and the seas and the glaciers and the animals and the people and the cultures and all of that is worth about four times as much as having uh, William Shatner float. Yeah, but he's just <laughs> trying to he's just trying to get everyone like to not murder him before he like escapes to his fucking space mall. <laughs> oh yeah, he is opening a space mall. That is also true. Yeah, is that is that is that a mall in space or a mall to space? As in uh, we dedicated covered, to? We covered this like on a previous episode, didn't we? It's an Argos. Yeah, it's an Argos <laughs> in space. Yeah, he's opening a space yeah. Argos. Yeah, check out the um, premium episodes we just released. That's where yeah, nice. that's where the really um, good content is. You don't, can't expect me to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah other fun things that are happening around this just now um british infrastructure showed that it's fully up to task um by demonstrating to the entire world how fucking fragile it is uh the private aviation sector though is more than capable of filling in so at the moment it's Phew. three or four times more expensive to get the train from london to glasgow than it is to just fly between the two and that's specifically been made slightly cheaper on the aviation side of things because uh, domestic air duty was reduced in the budget last week as well. So quality fucking timing. There. I don't understand. I don't understand how that's possible. Like I, I don't understand how how it's possible that the flights are cheaper. I mean, I, I, I do. don't understand why why like fucking they couldn't have just like done all this shite on Zoom. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone else has had to fucking manage during the pandemic. I don't see why it was so vitally important. Like, the Queen did it by Zoom, didn't she? Yeah, you know she did, actually. Yeah, when she zoomed on off up to heaven. She just sent a fucking MP4 in. Yeah. That was pre-recorded. I, that I recorded was a few weeks ago, at least, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, do you know what I mean? Is it really so vital that they get, like, fucking Joe Biden into Scotland? Really? It really isn't. It really fucking isn't. But apparently, like Joe Biden and all the other like world leaders flew in for today, um, and then they're all flying out, and then they're coming back on the last day. So, you know, look forward to 400 more private space flights coming through. 
Maybe maybe Joe yeah. Biden wanted to go to, wanted to go to Glasgow uh, in person so he could sing out "Come Out, You Black and Tans" like in person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. Um, no, well, the reason that a lot of them actually did fly in, not not so much these fuckers, but more like just the kind of functionaries, etc., and the media people, is because uh, a bunch of trains were cancelled between Glasgow and London, uh, specifically from Euston Station, because a bunch of trees fell in the lines. Ah, the apotheosis so, of there being too many leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that gave us a lot of great normal reactions. Uh, one, I can't remember who the fuck it was now because I couldn't find the tweet again, but one journalist had posted a picture of the inside of Euston Station being really busy and capturing it with something along the lines of this is what people travelling to COP26 are facing, fully demonstrating that the guy has never visited Euston Station at any fucking time of day because it's always mobbed. <laughs> Like it's a you, you mean you peasants you go expect? on this every day? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I know. These cramped conditions, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and there was a weird uh, green campaigner thing um, when folks started making all the noise about how trees shouldn't be cut down near railways. Okay. Or some shit. Because there's like. Obviously there's Isn't this just another HS2 to... thing where they have been cutting down like primeval woodlands and stuff? I know that this this was a full on extension to the way that it is done um, generally. Just when they're actually like kind of because obviously there's got to be some kind of clearance between the fuck. Oh great! I've got fireworks going off in the background. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, Does that mean she's actually dead? <laughs> <laughs> it's no Maggie. Um, <laughs> so, I but basically the. It's it's more about like how the general track maintenance is carried out with regards to trees and how close they can be allowed to fucking get to trains, and it just seemed really really fucking weird, astroturfed looking almost like mad green shit, and it never really went anywhere obviously, but kind of weird to see just normal people being normal around normal things. Uh, like I said, the the queen um, obviously showed up, showing that she's definitely very alive. Um, 100% <laughs> <You've>... alive. <laughs> Weird of her to, to start her statement with, look at how alive I am. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the market now. She's trying to pick up Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, that that's a really fucking cursed idea. Jesus Christ, her and Bezos. Oh yeah, didn't didn't um, uh, uh, Boris call Charles uh, an unheard prophet of our time or something? Like something completely oh, fucking, out of fucking probably. Left field. That sounds like the kind of shite he would say. I don't know. I don't, how how does that man do fucking anything with sausage fingers like that? It's just it's un unknowable to me. Oh, what the the prince's hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> the man the man looks like he's just been putting into like a, put into like a low pressure chamber and it's like inflated all of his blood vessels. It's fucking uncanny. <laughs> I, I'm leaving really that interested in talking about like, what people have been saying and doing at the conference in the way of... Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it just it's it's fucking amounts to nothing, yeah. Who gives a fuck? They all tossed a coin for luck, do you know what I mean? Which is, like, just just too fucking <laughs> satirical, really, isn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Um, yeah, the, something else that's happened around this, though, is uh, there's some strike action going on just now. In oh, I thought you were going to bring up the sausages. <laughs> no, no, we're not, no, not the sausages, Jesus Christ. Um, no, uh, GMB affiliated uh, refuse and cleansing workers for Glasgow City Council have all gone on strike. This has been brewing for a little while. They got offered a deal, like pretty much 11th hour shit, 
right before COP26 and they were due to go on strike and they just fucked the deal off uh, because they didn't have any time to put it to members properly or anything like that. So they were just like, nah, fuck it. So they're on strike just now and the... I mean, to be fair, <laughs> unless, unless a union would have said, oh, well, they've put enough on the table, so... We well, yeah, to... they would have, yeah. Yeah, all, yeah, all power to them. Like, they did the right thing there. But... And I say that, and like, GMB, mm, bit of a, sometimes there's been a bit of a melt union, so it's good, actually good to see this. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's it. Um, but <laughs> what, one of the funniest things about this just now is the way that the uh, pro-independence movement is, oh, for fuck's is, sake. is engaging <laughs> with this issue. <laughs> so mm-hmm. SNP supporters, well, because SNP supporters are does they're a make, broad church. Does it make glorious Scotland look bad? Yes, that's exactly it. The SNP obviously is a broad church party full of fucking libs. Um, primarily full of libs. It is primarily that kind of fucking party. And they all obviously fucking hate the strike action because it's really, really nasty that they're making the SN that the Labour affiliated union is making the SNP, Nicola Sturgeon and Scotland look bad. It's such a critical time and it's like fuck off. It, it's it's like, frankly Don't it's make a, up excuses for not supporting a strike. Just say you're a Yeah, I saw fucking it's a shameful, on it as well. It's a shameful politicization of strike action. Yeah. Um, how dare they? Just wait until the Guardian hears about this. Quite frankly. Yeah. It's it's a legion of people who will tell you they would never fucking vote Labour again in their lives, their SNP until they die, saying strikes are wrong at a time when negotiations are still ongoing. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, the great left hopeful uh, Andy Burnham was on this as well, saying this is not the right way to protest because oh, some f- people had blocked Oh, no, that airport. was... No, that, oh, that was Manchester yeah, Airport. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Manchester Airport. Well, Manchester yeah, yeah, Airport shouldn't be just strike. blocked, but like struck from space with a meteorite because that <laughs> fucking shithole of an airport just needs to die already. <laughs> oh, what, I wonder why Rob is saying Manchester in particular. I have gripes about it. They, they gave him. They gave oh, him do his, you? Like, gave him his happy meal on a paper plate. <laughs> <laughs> These oh, plates are yeah. too large. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this is just one of the fun little things that I've seen a lot of people um, pretty fucking exasperated on Twitter recently, and I just like to say, this is what Labour was like. Um, have fun with the Liberal Party, like you know what you're getting. This is a pro yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much all I've got for the cop stuff. Uh, well, I mean, like, if, you, like if, you've put your, if you've put your hopes and fears into a summit where Jeff Bezos addresses the audience while stepping out of his private plane and Joe Biden barely remembers where he is, and we get a message from beyond the grave from Elizabeth II, then, like, I don't know what to tell you. I assume, I assume the 26 in COP26 is the number of years until we're all wiped from the earth. Uh, I've no, no idea what COP actually stands for, but conference of it's... parties. It's the twenty sixth of these events, and you know we've solved climate yeah. change in these twenty six preceding ones. Conference of parties, <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. off. That's, that's, that's like a placeholder name if ever I heard one. Twenty six meetings, and they haven't come up with something better than that. No, that, that's, no they're that's... still working out the meeting. Uh, the yeah, name well, of the, the meeting. This is part of the problem when you've got like. A, hundreds of fucking people and they all need to agree on shit you just need to go for the least offensive and most pointless names for shit that's why it's called that because it's all they could possibly agree on was default player name oh, it's, it's it's eu parliament times love it mm, no it's even better yeah. it's the united nations general assembly 
which if you thought the EU <laughs> Parliament was bad. Oh, so. Everyone's seen that advert the UN put out with the fucking really shit dinosaur. What? That, yeah, I, I briefly saw that come by. I, I did couldn't watch through it. They put a dinosaur in the General Assembly. Yeah, and it like tells no, I phone eight. Yeah, no, it's like a, it's a, a fucking raptor, and they clearly had to make like a difficult decision between do you want it to look like the ones in Jurassic Park or do you want it to move like the ones in Jurassic Park? <laughs> so it looks it looks fairly similar to the ones in Jurassic Park, but it moves like it, it's being operated by a drunk. Do you know what I mean? It, it's the most badly animated thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> And obviously, lip syncing must have cost extra. So, <laughs> I shoot. So this is this is all like a like an analogy or a euphemism for United States foreign policy, I assume. No, the dinosaur like turns up and fucking gives a speech about how um, climate change is going to fuck kill everyone. That's our own fault. I'm sure it's going to stir the world to action like like nothing else has fucking managed so far. Like, yeah, like well, a shit. They haven't a tried shit it yet. CGI so CGI dinosaur might work. Why not? It's going to be really funny if it does. Yeah, <laughs> might be, might be the, it might be the new compare the meerkat. You know what I mean? And then I'll look like a fool <laughs> for dissing it in the early days, won't I? When it's Maybe fucking, they can just when name it's sponsoring after, uh... Coronation Street in eight years' time. You know what I mean? And then I'll have to eat humble pie. <laughs> oh fuck's sake! Well, we're on. Well, right. we're on the subject of ineffectual cunts. Did you see that Andrew Lillico tweet this morning? No, I did not. No, I did not. Where he was tweeting that, like, um, you know, future generations are going to thank us for, like, uh, letting fucking, like, the third world has drowned, basically. What? Um, Ooh, he was like, oh, spicy. If you fucking, if you, do you know what I mean? Like, the cost of climate change is that, like, uh, Bangladesh floods or whatever, and it's like, but we get to have, like, TVs and modern living and medicine. It's a no-brainer. And then he, he did a he did a follow up tweet where he, he tried to claim that like future generations would say that like the you know what I mean that like letting everyone and like hundreds of thousands of people die was the cost for curing cancer and so it was worth it but that's clearly not what he meant in the first place do you know what I mean it was just like as long as he gets to like stay in his house and it doesn't flood immediately he doesn't give a fuck about the rest of the world wow so. You know what I mean, but yeah, we're all gonna like you know what I mean. If you if you go and fucking have a go at him on Twitter, you'll get like two years, two years in choking. <laughs> so, um, yeah, fuck's sake. So next thing I've got is we're gonna talk about some NFTs. It's another, <sighs> fu- yeah, we're back on our, we're back on this. It's a week and a half in the. Have we covered? Have we covered the origin of the origin story of NFTs oh, before? I'm too fucking. I'm too fucking on neurotransmitters with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have, have I, I don't we, think we ever did. No, because they were like we we wouldn't have NFTs if Blizzard hadn't nerfed Warlocks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh fucking! I saw that earlier today. Another I was crime like, oh, committed by Blizzard. Yeah. Just fucking. Do you know what I mean? Just round up all nerds and have them shot. Quite frankly. <laughs> at this point for the good of the world yeah maybe she set that raptor on and uh, then you can you can go back to your idyllic time where your computers still work Jamie in a week or so that raptor's probably going to be a fucking NFT so <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it isn't one already let's be honest because part of the part of things they're, they're, they're building now I saw this earlier this week is that um, McDonald's is putting out NFTs of the because it's almost rib witch season what it's like oh, the I mean, sandwich like, fucking, back. Uh, yeah, who gives a shit about that? You know what I mean? Like fucking obviously corporations are gonna like 
like a corporation's gonna fucking read anything that ever comes across like anyone's desk and react in an appropriate manner or are they just gonna go oh look everyone's talking about this we better jump on this fucking bandwagon <laughs> do you know what i mean so it's like well, i yeah, mean it's, okay, it's well. free money isn't it as, as far as they're concerned so why the fuck not would they why wouldn't they create an nft of the like most memeable fucking food stuff that they do well, what they should what they should have done is NFTs of that fucking sauce that the Rick and Morty idiots like. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, to be fair, that NFT would have technically been the Mulan movie, wouldn't it? I don't fucking know. Do you what? know what I mean? Yeah, arguably, yeah. Um, no, so yeah, fucking Rob mentioned there's the McDonald's shit there on it. Um, have you seen the 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 monkey ape fucking thing? Oh, with the guy yes, got robbed. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, with the guy yeah. got robbed. Yeah, that was great. That was so fucking funny. If that guy's listening, ha ha ha, you fucking prick. <laughs> I hope you fucking. I hope you never get your money back. You or your monkey, idiot. Yeah. So the guy was getting some tech help from people. Tech help for his JPEGs. And like, <laughs> oh yeah, but like for a problem they'd convinced him he had. So basically, what yeah. happened was someone someone changed like dressed up their fucking Discord account so that it said like real tech guy from Ethereum dot com like fucking do you know what I mean with a little like uh, like a TM on the fucking end or something to show it was official and then messaged them and said there was a problem and he needed to like sign or like give them access to his wallet to to like rotate his PDFs for him and then they just fucking ran off with all of his money. Excuse me, yeah. sir. I need to inspect your fucking virtual wallet. <laughs> yeah. Sure, uh, I'll yeah, buy but... one of these leather jackets. So long as it's got one of these awful ape things on it. <laughs> the guy had a proper good meltdown on Twitter. Um, buy these stolen JPEG ape NFTs, and I will never unlock them on OpenSea or anywhere. They will oh, no. forever. They will be forever scorned with the red exclamation mark. <laughs> Don't buy stolen JPEGs. So that they've got some kind of quest for you. Don't buy yeah. stolen JPEGs. I hate You wouldn't buy a stolen so JPEG. <laughs> You're right, I wouldn't. I would simply right-click and save as. How dare you cache these images well, in you your browser. Do you know what it is, though? It, there's probably a, a greater than zero chance that Microsoft have at some point like tried to put someone on like solving that as a problem. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they probably tried to like, can they? Could they come up with a browser or or a standard for browsers that would stop people from saving images from the internet? Because like, it, do you know what I mean? It would it would make so much like stupid commerce much more like possible. If well, it's like, like um, if you couldn't do that, doesn't is it the Times that doesn't let you like copy and paste words out of articles? Because uh, there's there's one browser there's one one news website that does that maybe they, maybe these guys should uh, talk to like the Times or whatever the fuck. But they used to get used to get websites like that where they would hijack the right click to open like a menu of their own, so you couldn't like cop like couldn't save an image or whatever. Um, and you just had to like view it with JavaScript off or whatever. But it's just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like a thing in it where it's like if you you know you you put stuff on the internet and by its like nature. Once someone's looking at it on the computer, they can just do whatever they want with that information, and like that doesn't sit well with the old ways of doing media. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's technically piracy if you like fucking record your screen while watching Netflix. So we have to have like we have to have fucking like graphics cards and HDMI connectors that have like some sort of fucking anti-piracy standard in them. 
because God forbid someone should like fucking, you know what I mean? Steal your fucking ape. <laughs> someone should put a not point not 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 one percent dent in Netflix's profits. Could you imagine? Oh <laughs> Looking at this fucking tweet, these 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 apes look. They're just fucking dog shit. There's what the yeah, one that oh, looks yeah. like vaguely like uh, fucking Johnny Knoxville from Jackass with the they sunglasses look like, on. Um, they look like, like they look like whoever does the gorillas artwork had a stroke. <laughs> I mean, we should specify for the listeners. This is an NFT collection called the Board Ape Yacht Club, um, which is not just an NFT, but by owning the NFT, you also get access to the Board Ape Clubhouse, which is essentially like a posting forum with some bits. Yeah, but on this it. is like, the whole thing was like a it was a was set up because Levitarian did... something awful. <laughs> <laughs> Recaptured the Ron Paul wheels or something. <laughs> Someone the... did a um, someone did a thing like lazy lion NFTs where it was like yes. the same thing, and then they just took the money and ran away with it. And I, as I understand it, the fucking like the the yacht apes or whatever the fuck this shit is was set up in response to that. <laughs> it was like you know all these people are like screaming because they they put millions into like some fucking gifts of lions, and then the guy <laughs> like took those millions and ran off. Giggling, one presumes. <laughs> now they're screaming about like how how upset they are, but they've still got millions to invest. Can anyone save them? And so like yeah, we'll just turn up and do this. It's just you know what I mean. Like if the guy the guy in charge of doing the fucking like shit apes dot com or whatever hasn't fucking run off with the money yet, then he's a bigger idiot than anyone else involved. Oh no, no. oh well, well, well. That guy is thoroughly loving the attention. So yeah, but he should still run off with the money. He'll get plenty of attention. He should. He should, but. He's had a feature in Rolling Stone. Oh, fuck's sake. Not just a feature, is... they're collaborating with late, with, yes. the, with the Board Ape Yacht Club to do an NFT cover of Rolling Stone featuring apes. I, yes. hate, I hate that, it, that I said that sequence fuck. of word and know what it means. I hate it. I, I, I can't express my hatred for this enough. Who the fuck's, who the fuck's reading Rolling Stone anyway? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, magazines are just some hipster bullshit in this day and age. Just get all your fucking get all your news and your takes from Twitter like the rest of us. Stop fucking being it's, so um, pretentious. As a nice little cravat, reading a hard copy of Rolling Stone with a monkey on the front and going, mm, "Yes, this is how I live my life." Fuck off. I do like as a nice little background to all of this fucking like the 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 lion thing and all these shitty apes burning enormous amounts of fossil fuels to get keep the whole thing fucking running because yes. it's the exact same fucking technology as blockchain. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good, from cop over to like apes that are destroying the rainforest. Cool. Yeah, but cool. I mean, have you seen that? Like, fucking the games industry is getting on board now as well. Oh yeah, of course they are. That's yeah. a in, in, to be made. Obviously, so. in the stupidest possible way as well. It's so funny because it's like some fucking company. Is this is this the Ubisoft thing, Jamie? Yeah, it's some. It, there's some company that's clearly a scam, run by scammers. Yeah, Ubisoft. <laughs> They've got a they've got a fucking company and it's it's got like a couple of games on Steam that are all, like that are in early access and they're meant to be like NFT things and apparently all they do is just like get a load of money in for like setting one of these up and then like quietly like shove it to one side and get a load more money in to do another one and they've convinced Ubisoft to put like two hundred million dollars of investment in <laughs> for NF for NFT like technology to power games. But whenever like you hear that you see the press releases about it and it's just it paints like the worst and stupidest possible future. You know what I mean? Like so the the one thing is you like if you know if you you you, you micro some transactions in a game, right? And you get like a new fucking gun or some shit. 
right, with a clown painted on it, let's say, in Counter-Strike. But then <laughs> Counter-Strike shuts down. You can't shoot your clown gun anymore because it went like it went down with the fucking servers. But what if that clown gun was an NFT? Then you would still own it even after the game shut down and you could transfer it to other games because that's definitely how the games industry works. Do you know oh. what I mean? Like if, you, if you buy a gun like with from Ubisoft... Electronic Arts are definitely going to let you use that gun in, like, Battlefield, say, when Ubisoft, like, fucking go the way of the dinosaur. That's entirely 100% a thing that will happen, you know? Um, and it's not just... You, you won't at all have just paid, like, $2 million for a fucking link on a server somewhere that could point to fucking anything. And once Ubisoft dies and the fucking code they own for the gun goes with them, that link will point to a 404 or something instead. But you legally own that 404 or at least the thing that point, the signpost that directed you there. Um, and then like, you know, the other, the other one is imagine, imagine a version of Mario Kart, right? This was an act. This is, I'm, I'm obviously. Not oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Jamie. I've got the full text of this. Right, I really go. want to go through this. Yeah, go Imagine for being able to earn money by playing Mario Kart. You wouldn't have to be all that good at it. You wouldn't have to play it 24-7. Because in this mind experiment, you get to be Mario. Yeah, be you Mario. Get, you get, you, for you get as to be Mario like. in Sherlock's mind palace here. Like. <laughs> you don't actually get you to get, be Mario. I mean, not even join us there, as, man. We, as we hit the dance floor in the nightclub of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> you get to be him because you own him. Because your Mario is an NFT, he's impossible to duplicate. You and you alone own him. And because you own Mario, your go-kart is always better and faster than the ones piloted by other familiar faces in the Mushroom Kingdom, like Luigi, Toad and Princess Peach. So off you go, earning the kingdom's digital money. Mario coins, let's call them. But then Mario what's the... already collects coins. But then what's the point of doing the game if there's just one card no, that is statistically that's the thing. better? That's the thing, right? It's like, oh, it's like, okay, so some fucking some fucking guy like bought Mario as an NFT mm-hmm. and now he's the only person that gets to play Mario. Presumably that all holds true for the other characters. So this game that like Nintendo are presumably <laughs> gonna make will have a world like and never have more than like twelve players in the entire world. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like no wonder no wonder you're having to pay like two million dollars for your character because that's the only way the game makes its fucking development money back, isn't it? If there's only twelve people can play it in the world at the same time. It's just mm-hmm. fucking madness, do you know what I mean? And also, well, who's going to play the game if, like, one guy gets to be better than everyone else? Because yeah, like, if I'm logging into whatever Mario Kart Super World Metaverse, it, whatever the next it goes on. Is. It goes on, though. It goes on, though, doesn't it, David? It does, it does. Given market economics, you might have yeah. to pay more for NFT Mario <laughs> than for... Say, market NFT economics Peach. and the Mario universe together <laughs> at last. <laughs> Oh, who is funding the infrastructure for all those pipes? But then, <laughs> you'd also earn more because here in the Mushroom Kingdom, Mario is the fastest player. When you step out Mario's of the game not player, into he's your a day job... Thank you. But why would I earn more because my cart is faster? Is there real money at stake on this virtual race where one guy's in I a think, golden I think chariot powered st- by nuclear Rob, fusion and I'm like Rob, a little st- robot? Rob, stop asking questions. I'm trying to explain market economics to you okay. here. <laughs> I think the gist I think the gist of it is that when you play these NFT games, they mine bitcoins in the background and you get like one millionth of a percent of the, oh, great. the Bitcoin that, you mine. That's probably. exactly it. Yeah. When you start playing again, Mario is there waiting for you. 
waiting to earn you Mario coins. You can sell <laughs> Mario to another player do. if you like. See what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until some like this this game comes out and some guy buys Mario and then I'm going to have him like entombed in a fucking like locker and like thrown into the ocean and then no one can ever play Mario and they'll have to rename the game. It's Luigi Kart <laughs> now, motherfuckers. Do you know what I mean? Oh. So, you can you can sell Mario to another player if you like. If you've played Mario right, he might be worth more now than when you bought him. I like Maybe, this combination I, of I don't NFTs know how, I don't, and sort of the whiff of slavery that is about this. Do you know, do you know imagine, what? imagine like crashing the fucking market for Mario Kart like <laughs> NFTs by being shit at. You buy Mario and you're so bad at it that like you have to fucking dump them at like a fire sale price because no one wants Mario because you've made them look shit. You know what I mean? And like oh, fucking fuck. Nintendo go out of business because you're shit at Mario Kart and have, and have more money than sense. <laughs> Uh, maybe you've demonstrated how lucrative Mario can be. Maybe more people want to play Mario Kart. <laughs> maybe Mario but how? Coin. There aren't enough characters <laughs> for them. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's why you sell it. That's why you sell it because more people want to, so they'll pay more for it. Obviously, but, but will they pay yeah. in Mario Coin? Because this this does this also presuppose the then existence of a Mario Tether. Well, mm. maybe Mario Coin has sold in value because everybody is talking about it on social media. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe Elon Musk tweets about it. You know what I mean? And he's got the sense to fucking get out while, like, before he like tanks it again a week later. I can't wait for all these like fucking companies to get all this shit up the runway, and then Blizzard like unnerfs Warlock, and like NFTs just get turned off because that guy's bored now. Do you know what I mean? Oh, if only. I fucking only. So yeah, uh, this this bullshit's this bullshit's gonna be here for a while, and it still adds nothing to fucking society. So yay! No, no, it's not. It doesn't just add nothing. It actively detracts. Yes, yes. And it is everywhere now. It's this fucking disease is spreading. I really hope that for a while that looked like like this particular version of the electronic plague was gonna go away, but no. Oh no it's no no back. no. Do, oh, my, did you my... see the Matrix is getting an NFT as well? Oh, fucking <laughs> course! <laughs> uh, my, my advice to the guy who created all these fucking the apes and like the, the fucking uh, Mario Kart, no, I'm just going to assume it's the same guy because it's, it's, it, only one person can be this stupid. You should play WoW Classic because WoW Warlock's in a pretty good place right now. So uh, maybe maybe we can, you know, cut this off at the pass, so to speak. It's probably too late, but yeah. But uh, thankfully, Mario Coin is not a real thing because that was just a thought experiment from Business Insider. However, Mario Coins are still a thing in the game that you play every day. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're on we're on the subject of, of uh, crypto. Did you see someone started a fucking like uh, cryptocurrency based on Squid Game? Oh fuck <laughs> off! But uh, it's 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 cool though because they waited until like people had invested like two and a half million dollars and then just pulled the rug out from under them and ran away. <laughs> oh, oh yes! <laughs> oh, that is a beautiful story, Jamie. I want you to tell me that again in future. <laughs> I do like that. Amazing. Yeah, I was saying right, on Twitter last enough. night. Imagine how like heartbreaking it must be if you're like a professional con artist, you know, like like Michael Caine in a film or something, right? And you've spent your whole life like honing your skills and you know how to spot a mark and like fucking do all this like clever fucking like you know gambits to get their money away from them and stuff and then you like you know what i mean you, you've rinsed aronovich for a bunch of jackets or whatever 
and then you see just literally any cunt walking up to these crypto idiots and like selling them imaginary magic beans for millions <laughs> of dollars. You must just be kicking yourself. Do you know what I mean? Imagine all that effort you've wasted when you could have just been like asking the, the stupidest people on earth to just give you their money. You know, like if anyone, if anyone ever lives, like if ever there's a cryptocurrency convention in your neighborhood, just go there and tell people they should give you $2 million to find out where this goes. Just be mysterious about it. They'll absolutely give you the fucking money and then you can run away. You know what I mean? They're, they're just dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> We are doing we are doing this whole fucking podcast wrong. If we'd have done just like an NFT scam podcast, we would have been so fucking rich by now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Like, do you know what I mean? And then we release an NFT of the podcast, and we'd act- actively be making the, the world like a worse place, but we would be rich. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who can say if it's good or bad? Yeah. Um, oh, David Lynch as well is releasing um, seven individual parts of a film. As individual uh, NFTs, so that no one's ever going to get to see the full film. This is like yeah. that um, that that album. The was it the Blue Tang Clan? Yeah, but worse. Yeah, the, the thing, the problem, the problem with NFTs is um, you get stuff like this, where like, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, no one's ever like sat down and explained to David Lynch that like these things are fucking shit and a scam. And you wouldn't know it if you read, like, if you, you know what I mean? If you, if you read, like, any press coverage of them ever, you know? Like, I mean, that, that squid coin thing that, like, ripped everyone off this week, that, that was such a roar and success for the scammers involved because, like, everywhere from, like, the BBC to, like, fucking, you know what I mean? Every newspaper was covering it as, like, oh, look at this new crypto thing. Cause, like, journalists are just fucking hopeless, you know? It's like, everyone's talking about this, so it must be good. We better cover this stuff, you know? And, and no, critical thought is like ever fucking put to it it's just this is the future what i love robert about Peston NF- ever written about crypto i really oh, need to know this now probably not yet because i feel like that would have opened some kind of like stupidity vortex that would have, <laughs> you know what I mean? we'd still we'd still be trying to cover that shit with a concrete fucking cover like chernobyl if that had happened i feel <laughs> But yeah, the, my favorite thing about NFTs is if you try and explain them to someone who who doesn't like a like, normal person. Yeah. yeah, if you're trying to explain them to a normal person and you just get like this this sort of like puzzled expression and you have to tell them, no, it is, it is. A, you, you think you don't get it, but you do. It is as stupid as it sounds. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because everyone just assumes there must be some clever like tech wizardry, and it's like, no, that's that's you've been lied to by like Hollywood and the media because like tech people are all as thick as shit. You know what I mean? It's like there's like maybe four guys who actually like are actually good at tech and they all just like invent something and then the version we get is that but like run through like a, a succession of increasingly stupider people at Microsoft who try to make it into a commercial product. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's why like we're getting Windows now and it's like, oh we're doing over the taskbar. Why? Well, because like new we need a new ta- <laughs> it's like why can't you just leave things the why why have you got a fucking like personally to do this personally to annoy me because i've literally just like got to the point in my life where my mom understands how to use the fucking taskbar and now it's going to be a dock <laughs> fuck you Bill Gates. do you know what i mean oh it's good isn't it I fucking, yeah. the future's fucking so like. great the future is really this is this is what we're hoping for. Not I can't jet- I oh. can't wait until like I can just like go to space in my car and then just open a fucking window. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> that's the future I'm looking forward to. <laughs> oh, 
Right, okay, um let's let's go into the fucking main topic. Uh I don't know what the main topic is because <laughs> Well Rob, we, we had a discussion earlier this week, you and I. Um that and I said we should. There's an article in the Atlantic about uh, uh, foreign relations in China and the U.S. and the new Cold War and all that stuff. And I said we should talk about that. And and we agreed that we should. And then this afternoon I offered you a choice. Now you can either have the washer and dryer where the lovely Smithers is standing, or you can trade it all in for what's in this box. The box. The box. <laughs> I, I said the box. So David so. chose the box. <laughs> Yeah, I chose the box. I couldn't not choose the box. Exactly. Are we talking? Are we talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's severed head? <laughs> no, we are not. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. What? The, what? The, what what's happening now? <laughs> Have I just like blacked out for like twenty minutes? <laughs> just. <laughs> oh right. Okay, Rob, open the box. Right, so um, it's been a while. It's been exactly, actually, 50 episodes since we looked at the people with the real problem in our society. Um, no. 50 episodes ago, if you remember, we visited a lovely place called Antony. And I thought... No! In, <laughs> and I thought in this one, we should go back and see how the most put upon in our society are coping with um, a lack of staff and, and the significant shortages that come from there. There was an article... <sighs> Uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have to refresh my memory better than that, quite frankly. Anthony was about uh, with the female aristocrats who can't sit in the House of Lords. Oh, right, um. yeah. <laughs> uh, this article appeared this weekend in the Times. Um, I'll just read you the title. They just can't get the staff! Exclamation mark. The dilemma facing this zero point zero one percent. The but have they tried paying them more. <laughs> the, I'm gonna the, say no. The, the but well, maybe maybe they should try that before fucking whinging about this shit again. The butler's gone back to Europe. The beds are unmade. The super rich can't get the help they're used to. Helen Kirwan Taylor on their first world problems. No, oh, the butler's mm. gone back to Europe though. I mean, fucking hell. Wait, the Guardian <laughs> hears about this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we have to cancel dinner on Friday. Said the WhatsApp message on my phone. As no reason was given, I asked if all was okay, assuming it was COVID, as usual. <laughs> Dictated, but not read. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find any staff, replied the hostess, who had two couples staying out in the weekend and lived one village away from us in the Cotswolds. This is a woman who has seen the interiors of every plane on the NetJet fleet. She owns an art collection worthy of a museum and no longer drives herself because car time is the best time to work. Her imp- oh, for fucking, like... <laughs> oh, treat treating the car a car like uh most working people would treat like a train or a bus ride if they're like like really strapped for time but no uh car time that's where i choose to work when i'm being driven everywhere with my chauffeur but no more no, <laughs> no more no pity more me the, per- the the poor person who can no longer find anyone to drive me places fucking Spare me. <laughs> Maybe in- she should turn all of her art into NFTs. <laughs> she has money in that. <laughs> and she wouldn't even need to hire staff. She could just convince some fucking crypto dipshits to like come around and fucking clean her plates or whatever. Her in-betweener <laughs> lifestyle, Cotswolds, brackets, Notting Hill, was once as sa- seamless as a... Wait, her what? Lifestyle? Her her in-betweener lifestyle? Yes, as in living in between the Cotswolds and Notting Hill. 
Well, <laughs> to, to my mind, that makes it sound like yeah. she's a small teenage boy. <laughs> uh, her in-between lifestyle was once as seamless as a Hervé Léger dress, but things have clearly changed. My guests expect... But, but, but everyone, everyone's in between somewhere and somewhere else, right? How, that's just that's how geography works. How are you an in-betweener when this it's... Spe- is... is it this specific location? Is that where people call themselves in-betweeners? I, uh, I need more information, fucking, Rob. It's the poshest possible way to say you own two houses. Yes. <laughs> My guests expect a house to run like Claridge's, she says. I'm simply not prepared. How does Claridge's run? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> That's a very fancy hotel in the centre of London. <laughs> well, if she wanted hotel service, maybe she'd go to a fucking hotel. Yeah. I am simply not prepared to change their sheets daily. <laughs> As is now standard practice, her live-in couple only works one out of three weekends to entertain... Uh, rape. Uh, uh, what? Her uh, what? Her live-in couple. She has a couple that is lives a in the house to look after it. I was just going to say, is this a sex thing? <laughs> <laughs> to entertain regularly, she relies on local freelance staff, which are now as rare as a T-Rex fossil. The same... Oh. <laughs> This this every single fucking sentence is just revelatory right here. And every every single fucking one of them guillotinable offence as far as I'm concerned. The same double whammy of Brexit and COVID that has had restaurants, hotels and event planners fighting each other over increasingly well paid staff has taken its toll on there's, the ever so glamorous town and country set. There's an un, there's an untapped market of like fucking cheap or free labour she could fucking get into, right? Is like fucking fubpee. You know, yeah. she somehow engineer it so that they thought working in her manor for free would annoy the Brexit crowd. They would be on that <laughs> shit like white on rice. Do you know what I mean? It's like fucking just apps. They would absolutely fucking do that shit for free if they thought it was annoying Boris somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I've been eating boot polish out of a trough all weekend, but Boris is really mad at me. Um, yeah. The demand. Like fucking, did you do just to fucking like drag you away from this for a brief interlude? <laughs> did you all see the the non EU salt fucking debacle? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking glorious, that man. Especially because they have to label it that way due to EU regulations. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking, just absolutely perfect. You know what I mean? <laughs> The demand for staff has increased by 400%, but we've seen 50% less applications by candidates for each of our jobs. And we've not increased the pay whatsoever. We can't work out what's going on. (laughs) Due to staff shortages, says Lucy Challenger, the CEO and founder of Polo and Tweed, a top recruitment agency. What is (laughs) in... I thought you got to say the fucking clothing then. <laughs> As a result, many of her country- yeah, this mother, this motherfucker invented the polo t-shirt. Yeah, that t-shirt you weren't. Yep, that was that. That was all her. <laughs> As a result, many of her country clients are stranded. She says, an, uh, an alternative idea might have been for my friend to take her guests out to the local pub, favoured by Kate Moss and the like. But wait, no, no staff have found there either. I recently had lunch at a sought-after restaurant where a waiter said he couldn't even seat us, even though half the tables were empty. Why? we asked. We don't have enough people to man them, he replied. <laughs> it's just, I love, I love that, like, fucking, do you know what I mean? Like, the ongoing societal collapse is just going to fucking, like, end up with all of these, like, fucking idiots doing Lord of the Flies on themselves because they don't know how to do anything. <laughs> Without a fucking butler there to guide them. 
<laughs> well, we'll get into that, actually. Um, things are so bad that some people are closing down their country houses completely, said Philip oh, managing oh, director, <laughs> Managing director... <laughs> and Anthony's become unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> managing director of interior designer something-something, who recently had to play florist to one of his clients because the butler had quit and returned to Europe. In particular, I'm hearing that security people simply refuse to work outside of London. Much better to be in a mansion or Mayfair than on a wet December night in the Cotswolds, given the choice. <sighs> there's, just, there's just no solution we can think of. But, <laughs> particularly when you consider the work involved in maintaining one of these country retreats. And let's be clear... Is it... Th- um, is it, is it like, if these, I think if these people can go into a fucking... Like, nas- is this a national newspaper you're reading this from? Yeah, Times. Yeah. Yeah? If these people can go in the fucking Times and say, oh, my fucking security won't even come and guard my house... You probably don't need that security. Do you know what I mean? Because like the first thing, the first thing that security would tell you is not to go on the Times and go, oh, "I've got no fucking security." If you actually need, if there's actually been any threats made against you, or you're in any kind of danger, do you know what I mean? Because like, I mean, it'd be fucking great if like all these fucking clowns just got like Hitman Forty Seven. Do you know what I mean? Like fucking, because all all their bodyguards are out like fucking sick. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's just it's an entire class of people that essentially live in a fucking fairy tale that um, the 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 end of the world is when the you know the tap of treats get ter- gets turned off for like yeah a few minutes and it's like the entirety of the of the human race is about to end right now if I don't get my fucking oysters and my I don't know what you drink with oysters champagne Rob yeah, really. oh, yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice <laughs> I mean Rob Rob you, you step right into my fucking bear trap just then <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear this is not low skilled work large Cotswold houses are virtually indistinguishable from five star hotels their amenities indoor outdoor pool cinema gyms wine cellars Olympic equestrian paddocks laundry blocks with dry cleaning machines offices multiple outhouses are just as good if not better people are buying large houses with no idea how they work said somebody who <laughs> i mean in my experience the way a house works is you move into it and then you live in it is that have i have i, have I had all these years just like not understanding what a butler does and they're just tech support for mansions <laughs> let me let me give you the answer in the next paragraph I, see, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to rotate scullery made. <laughs> you know the way that tech help just refer to themselves as computer genitals? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I see husbands giving servants a set of instructions so sophisticated you want to cry. Houses now have rooms and rooms to run the garage and power the TVs, modems and security. Every house has underfloor heating and special wall-high towel rails to keep the towels and bathrobes warm. It takes at least two people to change the Oh, wow, up. is that what fucking towel rails do? Fuck, I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for the times. <laughs> I thought, I, I, just, I was leaving my towels on the floor like a fucking idiot. I've been yeah. doing this wrong for years. That's right next to your dinner, Alistair, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't own any furniture because I've never had a butler to show me how to work the house. Do you know what I mean? We all just, like, pile up in one big room like cats. <laughs> Well, you might have to, because it takes at least two people to change the Savoir bed, she said. I mean, right, okay. Crazy thought. Get a smaller bed. Or just go to Ikea. If it's, if it's that much of a fucking ordeal. Or maybe get the person that you live with, your partner, perhaps, to help you. 
But no, no, it's just unthinkable. (laughs) The smart home is something that is so terrifying in terms of technology, security, climate control, music and AV that you need full-time technicians to troubleshoot as it can not be done remotely. (laughs) That is a fucking gift of a job, surely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, said one architect. I mean, what I'm what I'm thinking here in all of this is that there's like opening for just like a, a an incredible scam to be run on these people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have these guys just ever heard t- of just NFTs? Get of like get a bunch of like hooligans from somewhere and then just like rock up and go, oh yeah, we're we're, we're like going door to door, like offering fucking like housekeeping services, and then just like steal all their shit and bully them into letting you live there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like if they, if they if they complain or try to call the police, just tell them you'll not like fucking you'll not let them change their bed anymore. Or some shit, man. <laughs> well, if I mean you're not you're not far wrong. Uh, said one insider: We architects and designers have created an incredibly complicated maintenance regime, which requires multiple people <laughs> yeah, to look you, after. You have to go through a fucking you have to go through a fucking labyrinth to get to the fuse box. I can see situations yeah. arising where it all goes gonna, wrong. Gonna, and Going to go fixed. to the UN General Assembly and organize some like uh, maintenance regime. Change. <laughs> Conference of. <laughs> I can see situations arising where it all goes wrong and it cannot be fixed for days. No hot water, no IT. It will make the house unlivable. I mean, well, that's that's their fault for living in Jurassic Park, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a fuse gone. We have to send Samuel L. Jackson out to the shed. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't couldn't possibly have the fuse box in the house. It looked unseen. (laughs) (laughs) I recently went to a party on one of the largest estates in the Cotswolds, manned by hundreds. The security man chaperoning us to the front door (laughs) admitted that his employers had never stayed in the house alone because, quote, they don't know how to use it. (laughs) (laughs) Just just trapped in a fucking room, like, banging on the door, (laughs) just screaming for help. (laughs) The kitchen contains every smart device known to man. Rather than reading the manuals... <laughs> yeah, it's a shame the owner's a fucking idiot! <laughs> Every smart device known to man. Like, there's a fucking satellite whizzing around in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Rather than reading the manuals, this family employ people who have, at a price, housekeepers can earn up to 85,000 quid a year and security up to 130,000. Up to doing a lot of heavy lifting in our sentence. Presumably, course. yeah. Mm-hmm. As well as Brexit and the pandemic exodus, there is another problem. Domestic life doesn't end at 5pm. Dinner parties in the country often go late. Somebody has to stay up and clear the dishes. And that can no longer be the same person who sets the table. So what okay. you're telling me is uh, some people get paid quite well for this job, but the working conditions are typically shit. You need to be extremely knowledgeable. And for some fucking reason... For some unknowable reason, they cannot seem to find the fucking help that they need. Hmm. Weird, that. People used to expect their staff to work 12 to 24 hours a day, and they simply won't do it, said one employer. (laughs) Yes. The pandemic has made everyone reconsider their work-life balance. Cleaners, housekeepers, and nannies now demand to work in shifts. Two weeks on, two weeks off, or 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., 3, 3 to 11 daily with breaks. Well, fucking how dare they? Uh, <laughs> how dare they insist on a break? Which requires modern, second modern teams. Fucking modern labour standards have finally caught up with the rich, have they? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's no longer ethical to have your butler just be a slave in a fucking, like, in a waistcoat. You, know? you have to give him, like, holidays and, and, food. and time off and, like, yeah, just... <laughs> 
sounds insane, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I can't get over but, the fact but, that I mean, essentially... What, what choice do we have? Who else knows how to work the windows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still can't get over the fact that they that like that one family essentially kept a couple, like a like a <laughs> a living pet. couple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's just it's just insane to me that you just they just have to like. They have to observe them to try and figure out how to be normal. <laughs> I love to have sitting like... there watching a fucking CCTV feed of your live-in couple and just trying to will them into like opening the door so you can figure out how the handle works. <laughs> All this requires second teams and backups for holidays. The whole thing goes up in smoke, of course, when one of them comes down with COVID. With COVID. Apropos of which, a wealthy owner I had known set down a staff must be vaccinated rule only to find that she no longer had any staff in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just owned at that point. (laughs) People have started to realize that the balance of power has shifted, said Catherine Baer, a stow-on-the-walled interior designer who often steps in and fills the fridge when the housekeeper is off. The us and thems is now more about them. Good. Eat shit. <laughs> you can figure out how to fucking cook it. <laughs> Surrounded by very angry devices in my kitchen, trying to <laughs> cook my turds. So I've got the gas on and the toilet's been flushed. What now? <laughs> that she charges 150 quid an hour for her design services does not deter. My clients will still call me to change light bulbs and remove dead flies from window sills, she said. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, 150 quid an hour to change light bulbs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, are we ever in the wrong line of work? Jesus, where? I know. (laughs) We're pivoting the podcast to... uh, If you're you're a rich moron... I would be haunting your fucking mansion with an air rifle if you were paying me that much to replace the light bulbs. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, James, if you ran a racket of essentially saying, tell it, like, you know, going around people's houses and telling them you'll change the light bulbs for them, you'd be able to basically just shoot whatever light bulbs you wanted because they never figure out how to open the fucking doors to change the light bulbs that are broken or not, or see you in the in the process of shooting them. So it's foolproof, and you make a small fortune, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> Your hitman skills are finally coming golden. <laughs> At least she is prepared to do it. Two of my closest friends are high-end interior designers based in the Cotswolds. Both of them have handed in their resignations. Two years of Brexit and COVID nightmares have how, pushed us over How the edge. insufferable, how insufferable do these pricks have to be before 150 quid to hoover up flies on a windowsill isn't enough money? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They have to be the worst fucking people on earth. <laughs> like you go, you go to the mansion with your Hoover to get rid of some flies, and they're just actively committing a fucking war crime in the in the lobby or something. You know? Oh, well, we I can't ex- imagine. I can't imagine how terrible to, like circumstances would have to be before you like turn down that amount of money. Uh, for... Well, here's here's the example. Um, it, the fact that clients treat us like servants doesn't help either. One calls lunch meetings while while where her chef brings her an elaborate meal on a tray, but my team is not so much offered a coffee. <laughs> oh boo fucking who you know what I mean <laughs> I feel like a European lorry driver just give me somewhere to shower and have breakfast 
and I'll be okay. But they can't even do that. How? On behalf on behalf of lorry drivers everywhere, how fucking dare you? you know what I mean? <laughs> Compare like a hundred and fifty quid an hour for changing light bulbs and hoovering up wasps <laughs> to like fucking do you know what I mean? Driving for three days without sleep. It's fucking unbelievable, like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Again, Jamie, these people live in a fairy tale, like in a bubble. And if that bubble ever should ever burst, then we will never hear the end of it. And we are not hearing the end of it because I assume I assume that this article just goes on infinitely. Oh, we've got a while to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Designers themselves used to rely on a host of hardworking local suppliers to make things run smoothly. Curtain makers, curtain hangers, upholsterers, craftsmen, and so on. <laughs> Mainly to do with the curtains. So, <laughs> curtain, curtain designers, curtain purchasers, curtain importers. What, what we're witnessing here is nothing short of, but of the total collapse of the entire Cotswolds curtain industry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they are also in short supply and therefore often late. So we get all the blame, she says. Well, fucking how dare they. Um, some clever entrepreneurs, such as Chris Davey, a.k.a. the Cotswolds Guy, and that's with uh, capital letters. Um, <laughs> the Cotswolds Guy! <laughs> the Cotswolds has a guy! Yeah. Uh, oh. New guy just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> the Cotswolds Guy is offering a badly needed solution. <laughs> Davey has recently opened up a luxury farm shop in a place in the Cotswolds that, that I can't pronounce. Brackets. Clients in, 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 includes David Beckham and Liv Tyler that deliver deliciously fresh-made beef wellingtons and vegetarian fish equivalents to your front door. The best oh, bit... Oh, it's Posho Uber Eats. Okay. The best bit, they'll also send stuff... Uber Mention Eats. Yeah. So, like, imagine your Uber delivery driver coming, but then he's actually wearing a tuxedo and will come in and put uh, the beef wellington on your plate if you can find the kitchen. Or the front door, if you have been locked in by your t- very many toys. I mean, do you know what? Actually, this reminds me of uh, the fucking uh, Prince of Wales from the third season of Blackadder, the bit where he's trying to put his trousers on for like a solid week. It's literally, literally just that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I should be calling them that. The word staff is now inappropriate. It should be called talent, a Goldman Sachs consultant once explained. When... A Goldman Sachs... No! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this, this alien that has just descended from a UFO has explained to me how to interact with other fucking human beings. And I just wanted to take him at his word. When chief technology officers... I'm just... I'm, I'm pining for a return to the days of siege weaponry. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jamie, let's face it. You wouldn't need it so you wouldn't be able to figure out how to bar the fucking gate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when... I, I just I just want to destroy the house for sport, you know, <laughs> just absolutely angry birds the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> when chief technology officers first appeared on the scene in the 1990s, they were so scarce that they could do anything they liked, arrive late, arrive not at all, or whatever. The same can now be said about domestic staff. The worm has turned. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> As if some cunt turns up late to fucking roll them out of bed or whatever it is they're supposed to do and they don't get sacked straight up on the spot. Fuck off. The worm has turned, my friend Chris Harvey of Octant, a strategic brand consultancy, says, 
One That's must not real, Jill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one must now regard one's gardener, cleaner, or nanny as a combiance, as a combination of Beyonce and the princess and the pea. <laughs> I, like, I like how just all the fucking like eleventh dimensional chess of what if we referred to them by their true name? That way we would have real power over them rather than <laughs> just. <laughs> Can't believe I've hired the fee again. <laughs> <laughs> My demons are on strike. What's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, just dancing around like this fucking like just, just it, this it's this impossible idea of offering more money. Or maybe the job that you're offering people to do fucking sucks. Or maybe, maybe just... hoover, hoovering up yeah, like Jamie says, maybe you're such an insufferable cunt that hoovering up wasps all day for 150 <laughs> quid an hour is just unconscionable for any right thinking person. <laughs> Talent does not have to look over its shoulder at eager Eastern Europeans prepared to do to do the job for half the price. Therefore, he or she must be managed as such said an advertising director who lives in my village and demands anonymity so as not to upset his precious staff. First, you must subjugate your ego to theirs. <laughs> Jesus. Second, you must praise them incessantly, regardless of how incompetent they are. This is just fucking puppy training. <laughs> no, this is just, I mean, it's like, oh, you've got to, like, fucking, you know what I mean? Keep your ego in check. Don't fucking, like, like, tell them they're doing a good job, even if they're wildly incompetent. You know what I mean? By wildly incompetent, they mean, like, the guy called your mate once or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is just like, oh, we, we we need, like, to fucking, we need to, it's that, it's that Simpsons episode where fucking Homer's Mr. Burns' assistant. Do you know what I mean? And he just, like, he's terrified. Yes, of yes. It's it's that basically. So like, oh, we don't understand these like strange like foreign peoples from a distant land. The end of my drive. Come to, like fucking help me put my trousers on with the fly on the outside for once. Do you know what I mean? But better not anger these mysterious gods that I have summoned to do my bidding. For they they are capricious, and also I don't know how to work the television. Oh God. <laughs> Despite entrepreneurial wheezes such as the Cotswolds guy, the seamless in-between in lifestyle is at risk of extinction. The wealthy... Oh, well, have they considered... The Cotswolds guy yet. Have they reckon, considered reckon... paying a dinosaur to speak at the UN on their behalf? <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon these, these, these fucking clowns consider, like, checkertrade.com as, like, the Necronomicon? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Well, they'd have to be able to turn on their computer first, Alistair, and clearly that's just not in on the card. Who do you think? Who do you think the first guy is in the chain? Like, said they, they want to, they want to fucking get a, like a plumber out, but they need to like fucking turn on the computer, so they need a guy uh, yeah, to like, yeah. do that. So, but then they need to find the computer, so they need to fucking like get a guy to do that, and then they need like someone to work the phone. You can the home cartographer. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? And then they need they, they need the phone to ring that guy, so they need to get their phone guy in. And they, do you think like somewhere there's like a fucking like they just have to fire an arrow out of an upstairs window? And like, Hope it sets off the right messenger pin. Yeah, the if, you, if you if you drive down those uh, those drives that have uh, like the most expensive houses in the country, if you just you just see 
bot like bottles with corks in them strewn about the place, just messages for help. You know, I'm starving, I'm cold, etc. Just stood in the bathroom like shouting at the mirror for forty minutes before they work out that it's not enchanted. <laughs> The seamless in-betweener lifestyle was at risk of extinction. The wealthy... The in-between, the in-betweener lifestyle driving a small yellow car with an offset, uh, wrong coloured door. <laughs> the wealthy are simply not prepared to make their own beds, Challenger said. They won't compromise on standards, which means paying way beyond the going rate. <laughs> it's a hard pill to swallow. I mean, fuck them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just let them lie on the floor. I was going to say they made their bed, but no, they haven't. <laughs> this is just NFTs for old money. That's what this is. Do you know what I mean? In the same way that some guy who shits out like bad cartoon ape JPEGs is like rinsing the fucking new money set. Like this is just the same thing happening to the old money, you know? And it's fucking like, yeah, you should always rinse the rich for like everything you can get out of them, quite frankly. So I have absolutely zero sympathy for these fucking clowns. <laughs> like fucking, you know, the wealthy are simply not prepared to make their own beds. Well, then fucking don't. What do I give a shit for? Like, just like, literally, you can lie. On, you can lie on some bedding on the corner like a cat. Well, yeah, just just dump all your sheets on the floor and then sleep on the floor like an animal. You piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if and when they do, they upset the locals who now have to pay twenty quid an hour for a cleaner for it. And still, that still doesn't guarantee the person they hire is decently trained. There's and, a lot of government. And to be and to be to be quite honest with you, twenty quid an hour for to clean, which is fucking backbreaking work. Like if I could ever think of any kind of yeah. like manual labor, is not. It's not a lot. It's what we say. So we're so we're saying that the like the fifteen pound as a minimum wage should be the absolute floor that anyone should be paid. I yeah. reckon then, as well. Like cleaning for for rich people, like the richer someone is, the worse a yeah, cleaning job for them. Yeah, this is absolutely to be. true. Because like, if you come all the way down to the bottom end, like when, like when my nana was getting like too old to like clean a house, we had to get a cleaner in for her like twice a week, and then we had to like beat her with hoses until she stopped cleaning the house before the cleaner arrived. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like rich people, there's probably like just shit in the microwave or something. Do you know what I mean? And they expect you not only to clean it, but to not ask them to do it, like to to kindly not do it again. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? It's I, like mean I just like I've shitting in the in... microwave, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've worked in pubs and I can guarantee you that every single time I've gone into a bathroom to fucking clean it, it has been an absolute disaster after some cunt in a suit has come out of it, not any other fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's never fucking the people that you would expect or whatever that do this. Like, I guarantee every single one of these has, like, their names and cursive scrawled and shit across the walls. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is absolutely, yeah. When I used to do catering stuff and, 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 and in my old job as well, like, the more in contact you come with people who have, like, six, seven, eight-figure kinds of money, the worse they are. Like, the because the level of expectation becomes insane. Like, it's not just, like, you know, that the bathroom has to be cleaned. It's, like... It has to be so clean that you can see your own reflection in the polished marble yeah. shit, you know? Not like us, we would just, like, clean and just think, oh, that's a good job, it's clean and jobs are good, and, you know? It, 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 yeah, the, the yeah I've, I've, scrubbed, I've scrubbed the toilet, i got most of the whelks off. I think you can fucking live with that. <laughs> 
Not like these fucking depraved shits that want to be able to eat out directly out of the bowl. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> well, they might be confused. They might be like the last place of refuge if they can't work the kitchen. If they're smart balls, don't <laughs> retreat to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone, like some fucking, like you know what I mean? Some kind of consultant told them it was efficient. To just you know what I mean? Eat your food in the same place. You're gonna fucking end. It, it, it makes the food feel more at home and therefore taste better. If you eat it above its final resting place. You know what I mean? Anyway, podcasting as practices. Brand consultants are coming to the Cotswolds soon. Yeah, new Patreons here just announced. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot, lot of doubling up now, she says. The housekeeper becomes the florist, even though she has no experience. And the handyman becomes the gardener, who then wrecks a fragile woodland garden. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But why can't yeah. give a shit? For yeah, that? owned. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, what, what, I mean, what do you want? I find, like, who gives a shit? Do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, right, oh, the handyman had to do gardening. It's like, right, okay. Like, the fucking, what was it, the... Baker had to become the fucking like candlestick maker or something. It's not like it's not like any of this is like, oh well, you know what I mean? We were so so short staffed we had to get like the fucking you know what I mean, the guy who like entertains us by smashing his own head with a hammer to to operate the nuclear reactor or something like that, you know what I mean? It's hardly it's hardly of anything of great consequence if like you know what I mean, your fucking flowers aren't properly shaved or some fucking piss. Plus, like, for 150 quid an hour, I promise you I will pick up the dead wasps and also, like, pour bleach all over your garden. Like, I, I, I'm easily pulling double duty on that <laughs> hey, one. Look, uh, look, I mean, I, absolutely. I, I, like, yeah, I'll yeah. do the garden as well. We're rewilding that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shout out to the bees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for 150 quid an hour, I'll come around and do a bee check. Yeah. <laughs> As a result, clients are asking for a different kind of house. Clients say they don't want marble and brass that needs to be polished anymore. They want tiles that can be easily washed. They're just going to live in a caravan. (laughs) But it's like, but you know what I mean? It's like the size of a fucking aircraft carrier. (laughs) Fucking chandelier hanging in it and stuff like that. (laughs) Imagine it though, like you come up to like this, this grade two list of beautiful Cotswolds home and like the the security slash nanny slash door guard slash uh, bee buzzer slash um, uh, curtain hanger. The one guy opens the door and there's just like plastic linoleum wall to wall and like just Ikea furniture because it's all easily washed. There's like a central drain in the middle of that house now. Do you reckon they're just going to cave eventually and just like cover all of their houses like, like every room's a kill room? A combination bedroom abattoir that would make just the job of the revolution so much quicker, though. I kind of encourage that kind of behavior. (laughs) Just turning every single room into a fucking wet room, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They want tiles that can be easily washed. They also want four bedrooms rather than ten. Heaven, heaven forfend. Oh no, they're having to downsize to a house that a sane person would live in. Also, who the fuck? Like Shit. ten bedrooms. Like, how many fucking friends do you have coming over on the on the on the regular? Essentially, essentially, it's complaining that I own a hotel and I don't. And yes, yeah, all, all of the maintenance that goes along with it, and yet 
Well, I mean, they realizing only now realizing that this is a problem. Do you think this is like the super rich version of like nobody educating their kids properly? Because you know, how, like, <laughs> we, like you know what I mean. Like a lot of people these days, like they, you go like, oh, like there was a thing on Twitter a while back where it was like someone fucking showed that you pull that little tray out the back of the toaster and like clean the crumbs out and loads of people were having their minds blown because they never like they didn't know that tray was there <laughs> they thought that you just owned a toaster that smelled increasingly strongly of like burnt bread until it one day caught fire <laughs> you know what i mean and it's like and people were going like what you fools you absolute like fucker idiots and it's like well if no one told them it was there they're not fucking psychic do you know what i mean like it's not like we did toasters in school or anything yeah but jamie you never as a tell fun anyone... aside as a fun aside just to let you know like to give everyone an update on how my life going a few weeks ago i spent better part of an hour getting a fucking chicken nugget out of the toaster (laughs) (laughs) oh did you get 150 quid for that jay (laughs) sadly not no because it was my toaster i had no idea how the fuck it got in there either but it was like it was it was just wedged sideways and it wouldn't come out and i was like there with a fucking like series of like increasingly sharper knives trying to like carve it in in situ so that the bits would drop out into the fucking tray at the bottom because we couldn't even get I tried I was trying to empty the, the crumb tray and one of them wouldn't come out and I was like what the fuck and then one closer closer investigation revealed that there was like a fucking hunk of petrified chicken nugget wedging, wedging it in place and it was like fucking it was like a Thunderbirds episode for like like really 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 depressed people you know what I mean Ringing Tracy Island, does does Thunderbird 2 have anything that will do this job? And they were like, no, quite frankly. You know what I mean? That's the one that's the one thing that's never occurred to Oh, I've got a, I'm, to I've got together. a guy who might be able to help you. Yeah. <laughs> but can your uh, your your curtainer do double duty and get it out for you, Jamie? Uh no, weirdly, you know what I mean? That's that's I, I sympathize entirely with the plight of the Cotswolds. It's just too hard to find a like chicken nugget removal guy these days. You know what I mean? It's a lost art form, quite frankly. We need to start like re- we need to start a new guild of chicken nugget dissectors and retrain like a, an entire fucking team of these guys so that so that this never has to happen again. I'm just thinking of that poster with the ballerina. Of, she's about to retrain in nuggets. Yeah, your next job could be in my fucking toaster for 46 minutes. Just chiseling bits off this fucking chicken nugget. Just mad at God, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, But you're all right now, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, grand now. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm over it now. If anything, if anything, I can look back and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forfend, but who can blame them? In betweening, with three three sets of dirty super king, albeit in betweening. Yes, mm. it's a great it's a great phrase that that we've learned uh, today, isn't it, Alistair? Mm. Uh, these like fucking the the English language is wasted on these pricks. <laughs> in betweening, with three sets of dirty super king, or don't say it again. <laughs> With, with three sets of dirty super king, albeit fret sheets in the back of the car, is no one's idea of glamorous. But it's a point well well made, Alistair, that they, that they're essentially running a hotel that they don't want to pay the staff because that's like that's essentially what that woman at the start said, right? It's like I have two guests for 
over for the weekend, and I don't want to make their beds every day, and my guests demand to be treated to the standard of a five-star hotel. It's like... Yeah, yeah, if it, my advice, like when, if yeah, it looks like a hotel when, and quacks like a hotel, it's probably a fucking hotel. All of these people are Nicolas Cage. Do you know what I mean? It's like when he <laughs> bought that he bought that castle and then like do you know what I mean? Like was shocked to learn that a castle like is really expensive money. to run. Yeah. Look, I mean look, I mean, after the the fucking scene in um where he clotheslines that woman in a bear suit, like he can have whatever he wants as far as I'm concerned. But these breaks oh, this they, was, they long, this get was long before that. I mean but I mean he probably did that film like to pay for like you know what I mean? A fucking guy to come round and like yeah, over up I'm all saying, the ghosts in his attic or some shit. I'm <laughs> saying that Nick Cage has earned it. I, like you know what I mean? It's like oh, I need I need to do a remake of the Wicker Man so that I can pay me crenellations guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, uh, you know, with the 50, 50 episode interval, I thought we, would, we can all we can all look forward to seeing like the, to going to the cinema to see Face Off Two when he needs to pay <laughs> someone to get all the badges out of his mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's your update on on Britain's um, aristocratic and and countryside elites. They're, they're they're not well. They're not well. They're very in distress. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> also, if we do actually find an opening for 150 quid an hour to clean dead bees off somebody's floor, <laughs> frankly, we're first in the queue. But once we're settled, we'll, we'll, we'll put some posts up and see if we can't, yeah, we'll... can't get you to join us to terrify our so... owners with you know magic, magic skills like making our own toast or frying an egg. Yeah, put uh, put subscribe to the Patreon, and we'll put a good word in for you. In, uh, with the fucking morons who don't know how to like open a door. I really like the idea of like just using the smart home stuff to like make them think the place is haunted. Like just oh, it'd be so easy. And turning the lights on and off with your phone. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's... just just picturing this fucking like some toff in like a tweed suit just yelling, "Alexa, how do I boil an egg?" <laughs> Well, I mean, if there's, like, stereos in every room, then surely, David, that can't be that hard to, like, flicker the lights on and off and just play, like, ghostnoise.wav for, like, five hours. That can't be that hard. No, I mean, definitely not. The, the fucking state of these idiots, you could literally just have the, like, the, you know, like a voice read out the words ghostnoise.wav at them over <laughs> and over and they would, like, fucking panic, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh fuck's sake! Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> waging psychological warfare on them with the fucking <laughs> keeping audio on the loop. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's do that. Okay, let's just replace everyone who ever worked for them with just a cursed, like, smart device. <laughs> this... oh. Anyway, that about wraps it up. I think for for this week, and David, there's no comment or commentary yet. I think. There is not no you're spared this week. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we've had enough commentary yet for, for one week. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. All right, well, well uh, Yeah, let's let's wrap it up then. Um you can get more of our stuff at patreon.com forward slash praxiscast. Yeah, we just did an episode on on UK's uh, ambitions in space, which quite frankly is a banger of an episode, and you should go listen to it and therefore pay us. 
Uh, Me and Jamie are also doing streams now. We should be streaming tonight if this uh, this episode comes out in time on Thursday. We'll be streaming at 7.30 UK time. Join us as um, we sail across the earth and I get eaten by a sea monster. Technically, you need to to, like preface all that with some shit like the opening to the A-team. You know what I mean? Like if this episode comes out on time and if you're listening to it on the day of release and no one else can help, then maybe you can watch us stream at half seven. If, if if you, the listener, are confused, just consult the spreadsheet. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, you will get a few guest appearances from us on other podcasts as well. So check out 10K Posts, which has just released its first of a two-part episode uh, with Jamie and Rob on... Can I just say as well, two parts so far, yeah. right? Well, we, two we, parts we, so far. We went, this is running a bit long. We might have to break it in two. And we were like a quarter of the way into the fucking film at that point. <laughs> yeah, so. we'd record, record for like 70 minutes. <laughs> it might it might turn out to be like a, like an ongoing thing. Amazing. An entire sub-podcast on one film. Yes. Yeah. Well, 1995's awesome. yeah. hyper-thriller The Net as well. So like it's well worth your time. <laughs> so yeah, look forward to that. Also look forward to myself appearing on Leftover. That should be this week. Um, but keep an eye on the Twitter feed otherwise. And yeah, um, a couple more surprises down the line as well. So just keep a wee eye out. We'll post about it on Twitter. You can follow us at PraxisCast there and we'll tell you more as and when. Yeah, and also if you pay us, then we will act as your reference. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Um, you too can hoover wasps. <laughs> <laughs> Should we know this fucking episode? Yeah, it's done. Please. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Cheerio. Cheers. Bye.